It's time for Babes in Voiceland. Get ready to forget your troubles and laugh along with us. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it. Sadie and Sophie, marathon number four. I'm excited to hear the final three. These are going to be great. What about you, Beth? Well, all I can say is I wish I would get a package from a secret admirer. Hmm. Erica? You know what? Me too. And that's why Arnie Rosenberg was based on what floats around in my imagination, (laughs) if you know what I mean. (laughs) Hey, what about we listen to it right now? No one got much sleep that night after seeing the Brooklyn Boys' Klezma Band. All that Sophie could think of was Arnie Rosenberg. She tossed and turned as she wondered if she would ever hear from him again. Sharon had so many questions to ask her mom and Aunt Sadie that sleep was out of the question for her, too. As for Sadie, now that's a different story. She just snuggled up to her Morty and slept like a log. The next morning, Sharon was still full of questions, but there was no time for that. A package had just been delivered by courier to Sophie. Sadie's phone rang ten seconds later. Hello? I can't really talk. I'm making babka. Who is this? It's Sharon, Aunt Sadie. Come quick. Why? What's wrong? It's Ma. Hurry. Okay, I'll be there, Mark Schnell. Morty, take the babka out of the oven. Something is wrong with Sophie. I have to go. Wow. I've never seen Sadie move so fast. She was by her Schwester's side within seconds. Schwester, Schwester, what's wrong? What's wrong? I, I just received this package and a note. So, why are you shaking? Who's it from? Who do you think? No. Yes. No. Yes, Sadie. Annie Rosenberg. It's from Annie Rosenberg. No, so open it. I can't. I'm I'm shaking too hard. Just read the note, Ma. Here, I'll open it. No, Sharon, don't touch it. I'm not ready. Don't touch it, Sharon. Now, what do you need? What can I do to help you, Sophie? I need my coffee and a nosh first. Then I will deal with this Michigas. Okay, I have some coffee, and maybe, just this once, a little piece of babka to go with it. No, just this once. I'll I'll, I'll have a sliver of babka. After all, who who sends a package so early in the morning? This is Meshuggah. I wonder what it is. I wonder what the note says. Sadie, you will have to read the note to me because I'm dying here. Okay, Sophie, I will. This is what it says. Dear Sophie... A pretty girl is like a melody that haunts you night and day. I have missed you all these years in every single way. Please wear this gift I gave you when I pick you up for lunch today. See you at 11. Arnie Rosenberg. What? Does he think I'm that easy? A few nice words after all these years and I'm supposed to melt? Where's the gift? Open up the gift. Yeah, let's see how serious he really is. Okay, here goes. Sophie, I think you will need sunglasses to look at this. Why, Aunt Sadie? Is it really ugly? No, not ugly. Just very bright. Bright? Yeah, bright and sparkly. Very sparkly. Sparkly? Show me. Ah, oh, it's so beautiful. Do you think it's real? Do you think it's stolen, Ma? I think it's either paste or it's hot. 
Where would he get something like this so early in the morning? Sadie, call up Mo Green's wife, Naomi, and find out what's going on. If the Yentas hear about this, I'll never hear the end of it. Okay, Sophie, let me see what I can find out. As Sadie tries to find out what's going on, Sophie continues to either shake with nerves or feel indignant. Poor Sharon just sits there with her mouth hanging open in awe and confusion. No one has ever sent her mother a sapphire and diamond necklace before. (gasps) Oops, I let the cat out of the bag. It is a sapphire and diamond necklace. Is it real? Is it stolen? Is Arnie Rosenberg real? What's going on? After what seems like an eternity, but actually only 10 minutes, Sadie comes back into the room. Mo Green's wife says she does not want to be involved, but she told me a few things. What? What do you mean? What things? First of all, Arnie really likes you. He thinks that you are hot. Very hot. See, Ma, I told you. Sha, Sharon. And uh, what else? What else did she say? She said, and I almost plotted when she told me this, that the necklace is not hot, not stolen, and not even paste. It's real. It's really real. How could it be real? It's too big to be real. And where did he buy it in the middle of the night? Tell me that. Relax, Ma. You're getting all worked up. Sha, Sharon, either be quiet or leave. Okay, And I mean it. I'll be quiet. Thank you, darling. I love you. I love you too, Ma. Okay, Sadie, what else did Naomi say? Naomi said that Arnie made her wake up her brother Frankie the jeweler in the middle of the night so that he could buy you that sapphire and diamond necklace. Sophie, this all seems legit. This is so unexpected, though. I don't know if I want to meet with him. This is too much too soon. Naomi also said that Arnie told Mo that he regrets all the years he hasn't spent with you. Really? Yeah, really. Come on, don't lose your knife, kid. Be a trooper and go out to lunch with him. Yeah, Ma, go out to lunch with him. Well, I can't go out to lunch looking like some second-hand rose. I have to go shopping. I need a new outfit to go with this new necklace. And we only have a few hours before he gets here. Ah, don't worry, Ma. Aunt Sadie and I will take you shopping. Maybe we'll even have some time to get your hair done, too. Okay, someone call an Uber. Let's get this show on the road. Wow, what an epic visit with Sadie and Sophie. Wait until the Yentas hear about it and see the sapphire and diamond necklace that Arnie gave to Sophie. I have to admit, I am a bit jealous. It is very, very blingy. Well, at least this means that Sophie will probably stay on her diet and there will be more babka for me. Mmm, I just love Sadie's babka. You know, the Yentas say it's the best babka in all of Brooklyn. And do you know what? They're right. (laughs) Well, in our next segment, episode 11, Morty is driving Sadie absolutely crazy. Can all you wives out there relate? Erica, what do you think? I think I love babka. And I think that's why babka is a common thread in this sketch. Mmm, <laughs> babka. I can only, only, only think of babka today. Terry, don't you just love babka? Well, yes, actually I do. And I think our narrator in this episode does as well. So let's take a listen. It's a beautiful day in Brooklyn with everyone's favorite sisters, Sadie and Sophie. Hello, Sadie. Wasch magst 
Why, Sophie, you know, I'm not usually a kvetch. Actually, that's more your department, but... What? Don't butt me. What kind of mishigas is that, Sadie? I'm not a kvetch. I hardly ever complain. Oh, really? You never complain. I guess I woke up in an alternate universe today because I have a shvester named Sophie that never kvetches and a husband that isn't a pain in the tuchus. Pain in the tuchus? What's going on with you? Oi, I must have stepped in a big pile of dreck somewhere because I am so lucky I can hardly stand it. Oh, no. I'm the one who must have woken up in an alternate universe today because I don't recognize you. Where is my Schwester Sadie? Who are you today? What is going on and why is Morty a pain in the tuchus? You know how busy I am trying to bake enough babka for the sisterhood bake sale, don't you? Of course. I haven't even talked to you since yesterday because you've been so busy. I know. It's beyond my control. I'm on a strict schedule and don't have a lot of free time right now. I know. I know. So, what did Morty do? Oi, he's just been acting all forcocked. What do you mean forcocked? How is he all screwed up? What's, What's wrong with him? I'll tell you. I ask him, Morty, what time do you want dinner? At 5.30 or 6? Because I'm trying to time the baking of the babka. And he says, I won't be hungry for 15 minutes, so don't make it now. Wait. So, what's the problem? What's the problem? Who says something like that? In 15 minutes? First of all. How does he know it will take him 15 minutes until he is hungry? And why not make it 16 minutes or 18 minutes? How does he know it's going to be 15 minutes? I never thought of it that way. I can always have a nosh. I never think that I'll be hungry in 15 minutes. How would I even know that? So, you see what I'm dealing with here. No one thinks like that. He has never thought like that before. What could it be? What could it be? What is wrong with him? Do you think I should be worried? Oy vey, Sadie. Maybe there's something wrong with Marty. Marty? My husband's name is Morty. What are you talking such nonsense? Is there something wrong with you too? Oy, I know your husband's name is Morty. Morty, Marty, what's the difference? It was just a slip of the tongue. It's it's not such a big deal. Relax. Relax? I can't relax. There may be something terribly wrong with my husband. Look, Sadie, most importantly, we have to figure out what's wrong with Marty. I mean, Margie. Sophie! No, I mean Morty. You know I mean Morty. That was just a joke. Maybe another day that might be funny, Sophie, but not today. Do you know what is funny? No, Sophie, I don't. What's so funny? I think it's funny how you are so anxious and I am the one who is so calm. You know, Sharon may be right. What are you talking about? Sharon said the solar flares are causing people to act differently. Solar flares? Smaller flares! It has nothing to do with something happening millions of miles away. It is happening right here on Earth in my Morty's brain. So, take him to the doctor if you're so worried. That's a good idea. But then who will make the babka? Sharon and I will make the babka until you get back. That's very sweet of you, but making babka is not like baking a cake. Two loaves of babka takes four hours to make, plus 24 hours to rise. You mean there's yeast in the babka? Oi, Sophie, you really don't pay much attention, do you? Insults are not necessary, Shvesta dear. But you are probably right. I spend more time eating your babka than I spend watching you make it. You know, you may be able to finish off a couple of loaves I have in the fridge, but I'm not sure. I have never tried to eat a couple of loaves at one time. Huh. But if Sharon helps me, we, we could try. Oi, Gavad, Sophie, finish cooking, not eating. Oi, you're giving me a migraine already. Yeah, no, let me call Sharon and see if she can help. Hi, Ma. What do you want? 
What do you want? Is there any way for you to talk to your mother? And how did you know it was me anyway? Call her ID, Ma. You called me on my cell phone. I knew you were with Aunt Sadie, and I knew she was too busy to talk because she's too busy making babka. And Uncle Morty never calls me, so I knew it was you. Boom! I'm a detective. Well, Miss Detective, your Aunt Sadie needs our help eating babka. What? I mean making babka for the sisterhood bake sale. Sorry, Ma. I can't do it. Why? What's more important than helping your family? Stop laying on the guilt, Ma. I would if I could, but I can't. Tell me why you can't. I have a rehearsal. Rehearsal for what? Oi, band rehearsal for the coolest band in Brooklyn, the Brooktones. And I'm their new lead singer. Sadie, Sadie, come here quick and take the phone and talk to Sharon. I'm about to plot. Oi, things are just getting better and better by the second round here. What now? Hello, Sharon. Why does your mother want to plot? Who knows? Maybe it was the solar storms or the new moon or something. But stress and confusion seemed to cast a shadow over Brooklyn that day. But don't worry, it was only temporary. Sadie arranged for the doctor to make a house call so she could continue making babka. He said that as far as he could tell, Morty's brain was fine. Sadie fed Sophie some strudel so she wouldn't plot, and Sharon went off to rehearsal with her new band and had a blast. I'm off to the bake sale to buy one of Sadie's babkas. You know what the Yentis say, they're the best in Brooklyn. Tune in again next time for more adventures with Sadie and Sophie. (laughs) Can you believe it? This is the final episode of the final Sadie and Sophie Marathon. You know, this was so much fun. I really love this. I may just have to start from the very beginning and listen to everything again. What do you think, Terry? Well, maybe we should just listen to this episode first. You know, before we do that, this one's too good to skip. What do you think, Beth? I agree. And you know, Morty seems to be quite a handful lately, doesn't he? But Sadie and Sophie always figure things out, and Bobka does solve a lot of problems. Let's listen in. (laughs) There's always something going on with our favorite sisters from Brooklyn, Sadie and Sophie. I think that Sadie still has her hands full with Morty, but I'm not really sure. Let's listen in and find out. So, Sadie, how's Morty feeling? Uh, He's going through a thing. A thing? What thing? Well, when I took him back to the doctor, the doctor said it was menopause. Menopause? I never heard of such a thing. Me neither, but I guess it exists. He said it's in all of the medical journals. Ah, medical journals, medical journals. What does that mean? It means he is not himself and he needs to get a hobby. A hobby? What kind of hobby? Now, don't take this the wrong way, but maybe he just needs a little more fun in the boudoir. Trust me, Schwester, everything in the boudoir is just fine, thank you very much. What about a new outfit? Sometimes a new negligee does the trick. First of all, it's none of your business. And second of all, my Morty doesn't go for all that. What man doesn't like that? I am telling you, my Morty doesn't like it. Oh, he likes it better when you were in your birthday suit. That's it, isn't it? Oy vey, Sophie, if you must know, and you must never tell a soul because it is very personal. Answer and... God, Sadie, I won't tell. I, I won't tell. Now, what is it? Do you swear on the lives of your children? Yes, I do. I swear on the lives of my children. Now, what is it? My Morty likes me best in my flannels. <laughs> your flannels? Yes. I have this one flannel nightshirt that drives him his sugar. How can a flannel nightshirt drive a man crazy? I don't know. 
know, but it does. Who needs to understand anyway? All I know is that it works. Just then, Sharon, Sophie's daughter, enters the apartment. Hi, Ma. Hi, Aunt Sadie. What are you two talking about? Nothing important. No, nothing important. The way you two just said nothing important, it almost sounds important. What's going on? Sharon, uh, why are you home from school so early? Oh, we only had half a day. And good thing, too, because I'm so tired. It's hard to fall asleep with that cat crying at night. What cat? What are you talking about? What is she talking about? Haven't you heard it? It sounds like it's in heat or something. Ma, that's so gross. Why would you even say that? Because that's what I'm hearing. It sounds like a cat in heat. I hope she gets a boyfriend sooner than later. Ma, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What time do you hear this cat? Oh, around 9 o'clock, almost every night. It started a few weeks ago, and it's driving me crazy. You must have heard it too, Aunt Sadie. You say it started a few weeks ago? Yeah, that's right, a few weeks ago. Oi, Sharon, my Shane and Madel, I don't know how to tell you this, but that's no cat. That's your Uncle Morty. Uncle Morty? Uncle Morty's in heat? Ew! How did that even happen? Never mind. I don't even want to know. Shvesta, I'm telling you, a new negligee will solve everything. Oi, poor Morty. Poor Morty's in heat. I feel so bad for him. That menopause is awful. Oi, I hope my Arnie Rosenberg doesn't get it. Have you even heard from Arnie Rosenberg, Ma? I thought you two's broke up. I was his menopause. No, Sharon, we didn't break up. You're too young to know. And besides, it's none of your business. Wait a second, Ma. Sha, Sha, you wait a second, both of you. Close your lips and listen carefully. My Morty's not in heat. He's not a cat. Yes, he is in menopause, which Sharon, you are too young to know about. And Sophie, my Schwester, you have a big mouth today. Sadie? I will forgive what you just said because you are obviously suffering from a lot of stress. But what you said is not nice, and I will accept your apology. I am not apologizing to you, Shvesta. You're not? No. Hmm. All right. I choose this one time to accept your decision. I don't want to know about any of this anymore. Our family is so weird. I just want a snack before I go to band rehearsal with the Brook Tones, and then I'm out of here. Sharon, there's leftovers in the fridge. Go make yourself a sandwich, Tarala. Wait, Sharon, before you go, I want to share something with both of you. There has been a misunderstanding. The doctor told Morty to get a hobby, and... And so he's a foster dad for cats and heat? Oh, your Morty has always had such a good heart. That's so nice of him, even though it is annoying. Aye, yes, my Morty does have a very good heart. But no, he's not a foster dad for cats in heat. My Morty has decided to learn to play the violin. The violin? That sound comes from a violin? I didn't even know you could get them to sound like that. And Sadie, I love Uncle Morty, but, but I don't think he's very musical. Maybe he should become a foster dad for cats in heat instead. No, Sharon, I don't think so. That's not a good idea. But I do think we ought to find your Uncle Morty a new hobby and find him one mock schnell. Okay, Aunt Sadie. I'll put my thinking cap on and get back to you. Sharon, um, do, do you have an extra thinking cap? I, I'd like to help, too. What, Ma? Ha, I got you. I have my own thinking cap. It's in the drawer in my bedroom. I'll go get it and put it on now. I, I'll be right back. Does Sophie really have a thinking cap? Will they ever find a new hobby for Morty? 
Did you miss the smell of Bobka in the air today? I certainly did. Maybe I'll put on my thinking cap too and help find a new hobby for Morty. After all, I think this is interfering with Sadie's baking and that will never do. Tune in again soon for another episode of Sadie and Sophie. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny. Menopause. Who thinks of things like that? (laughs) You do. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I did, didn't I? Well, you know, I'm having so much fun. I just really hate to have this marathon end. Hey, I have an idea. We can make this a baker's dozen and include episode number 13. Beth? Oh, great idea. And, you know, I love cookies. All kinds of cookies, just saying. Let's listen. (laughs) It's a rainy spring morning in Brooklyn. There's still a slight chill in the air, and Sadie has a pot of her famous chicken soup simmering on the stove. Mmm, does that smell good? My Morty will be so happy to have my delicious chicken soup for dinner tonight. And if I do say so myself, it smells good schmacked. Oh, here I go again, talking to myself. My Morty says I shouldn't do that, but I like to talk to myself. And why not? I don't see anything wrong with that. As Sadie continues her conversation with herself, Sadie's sister Sophie has just entered her kitchen in the apartment next door to get a cup of coffee. Oi, look at my counter. What is this? Huh, it's covered with all these little packages of individually wrapped cookies. Ah, that's what I smelled in my sleep last night. I dreamt of cookies, and here they are. My Sharon must have been baking. Oh, yes, the pans are still in the sink. Too bad she's already left for school. Who are they for, I wonder? Hmm. I have to interject here. Do you notice that both sisters talk to themselves? I think it must be a family trait. Ooh, listen, I hear the phone ringing now. Hello, the Smackster. Good morning, Schwester. Sophie, what are you doing? Did you have your coffee yet? As a matter of fact, no, not yet. I was going to make some coffee, but then I found something in my kitchen. You found something? What, like a roach or a mouse? No. You don't have mice again, do you? Call the super right away. Are you freaked out? You don't sound very freaked out. Wait a minute. Oi, you have a very active imagination, Schwesta. I found a good thing in my kitchen. My counter is covered with cookies. Sharon baked last night. Oi, I hope she covered them to protect them from the mice and the roaches. <sighs> you know how much I hate those things. First of all, ever since the super filled the cracks under the sink with the steel wool, we have not had a mouse in years. And second of all, I treat for roaches all the time, but it's Brooklyn. What can you do? Once in a while, you get one. Why, are you having problems? Me? Are you kidding? My apartment is so spotless they wouldn't dare to come in here. Uh, All right, let's move on. Tell me more about those cookies. Actually, they are individually wrapped with ribbons and are so beautiful. I thought I would bring a few over and we could have them with coffee. You do have coffee, right? Of course. I always have coffee. You know that. But do you think it's okay that we eat them? They sound so fancy. Maybe they are for someone special. Schwester, we are special. I'm her mother and you're her aunt. We are the most special of all. Besides, you always bake and cook for her, and I think it would be nice for you to have something that she baked too. Okay, when you put it like that, it makes sense. Come on over. Before Sadie could even finish pouring the coffee, there was a knock at the door. 
Come on in, Schwester. That was Mark Schnell. I only live next door. It takes a second. Look, just look at these beauties that my Sharon made. <gasps> they are gorgeous. And my favorite, too, chocolate chip. You don't think she'll mind, do you? Mind, schmind, essen, and enjoy. As Sadie and Sophie mm. thoroughly enjoyed their cookies and coffee, Sharon arrived home from school. Oi, I have to get these cookies all wrapped up and in the mail right away. Oh, I hope they like them. This could become very profitable for me. See, Sharon talks to herself too. It must be a family trait. Uh-oh, Sharon is counting the cookies as she boxes them. I hope there won't be a problem. 19, 20, 21, 22... 22? Where's 23 and 24? Where did they go? I know, I made 24. Where could they be? They couldn't have fallen. Oh no, she didn't. Oy vey, I bet she did. This is not good. Sharon races out of the door and runs into her Aunt Sadie's apartment. What? You don't knock? I raised you better than that. Ah, don't listen to your mother. You are welcome here any time, my Shane and Madela. So how was school today? Never mind school. I need to know about these two missing cookies. Ma, did you take them? Of course. I had to try one and give one to your Aunt Sadie. After all, she bakes for you all the time. And it is nice to give her something you baked for a change. Don't you agree? See, Sophie, I told you she would be mad. Uh, I'm not mad. Well, a little mad. These are for my new business. But actually, I'm a little worried. Don't worry. They are delicious. We love them. Your customers will love them. That's not what I'm worried about. These are special cookies. And I'm worried on how you and Ma will like them. We already said we loved them, Sharon. And they are special because you made them. No, Ma. That's not what makes them special. They have a special ingredient in them. They are good for your health. Are they filled with protein? They almost taste too good to be a protein cookie. Mm, No, Aunt Sadie. No extra protein. Are they filled with extra fiber? I can always use something that helps me stay more regular. Ma, ma, no, no fiber. Oh, stop with the ooing, Sharon. It's not something you don't already know. Whatever, ma. Ooh, do I smell chicken soup? Oh, I didn't have any lunch. I would love a bowl of chicken soup. Let me get up and check. It should almost be ready. Wow, you know how I always limp when I first get up? Look at me, I'm not limping. Ooh, what's going on here? Did you take an Advil? Sometimes you don't limp when you take the Advil. No, I didn't. All I had was coffee and a cookie. Wow, it works. It really works. What works? What are you talking about, Sharon? Now, Ma, you must remain calm and keep an open mind. You too, Aunt Sadie. All right. Sure, sure. Well, that special ingredient I put in the cookies is... What? Uh, It's an alternative medicine, mostly used for pain and anxiety. Well, whatever it is, I like it. My aches and pains are almost all gone. Sharon, is this legal? Is this a gateway drug? Are you trying to turn your mother into an addict? Ah, First of all, I never even offered you a cookie. You just took it. And don't you feel relaxed? Why, wait, why aren't you relaxed, Ma? Maybe she needs another cookie. I feel great, but maybe I should have another cookie, too. Do you have any extras? No, there are no extras. I'm all 
already short on this order. <sighs> well, you seem kind of stressed, Sharon. I think maybe you could use a cookie too. Maybe we should make some more. No, I can't make any more. I have to get to the post office. Well, maybe your mother and I could. Sophie, where are you? I can't make them without the special ingredient. So tell me what it is and I will go to the store and get it. You can't buy it at the store, Aunt Sadie. And where's Ma? Sadie and Sharon found Sophie curled up in Sadie's bed, sleeping like a baby. Oh, look at her. She looks just like a little girl sleeping there in the bed. She looks so peaceful. Well, she won't be so peaceful when she finds out what's in the cookies. Maybe you ought to tell me why your ma is still sleeping. Okay, Aunt Sadie. I will tell you. It is CBD oil. It is made from cannabis. But they take out the THC so that you don't get high. It really helps a lot of people. All of a sudden, they both saw Sophie standing in the doorway. Uh Uh-oh. Who do you think you are? Florence Nightingale? I heard what you said, and this is illegal. Where's the window? I need to throw myself out of it right now. Wow, look how quickly Sophie got up on the ledge. You know, she hasn't been nimble like this in years. Sharon, this ABC oil really works, and it shouldn't be illegal. I know, Aunt Sadie, I know. Ma, get off the ledge. No, not unless you give up this cockamamie business. But it can be very profitable, and I need to save money for college. Well, you won't need money for college if you end up in jail, now will you? If you are going to throw yourself out the window, Sophie, then throw yourself out your own window. Get off my ledge right now, Sophie. Get back in here, and let's all talk. Sharon, are you sure you don't have another cookie for your mother? I think she really needs one. Sharon never did make it to the post office that day. Instead, Sharon, Sophie, and Aunt Sadie had a great conversation about CBD oil after they researched it together on the internet while eating delicious bowls of chicken soup. Sophie agreed to let Sharon have her business if they all got medical marijuana cards, which they did. Plus, Sharon agreed to always give Sadie and Sophie cookies whenever she baked. They all decided not to tell the Yentas about the cookies, but of course, one of them found out anyway. Now she orders cookies from Sharon on a regular basis for her bursitis. In the end, everything worked out great. Mazel tov. Tune in again soon for another episode of Sadie and Sophie. <laughs> Okay, this really concludes our Sadie and Sophie Baker's Dozen Marathon. Yeah, we would have added episode 14, but Erica hasn't written it yet. (laughs) So stay tuned for new episodes of Sadie and Sophie coming your way soon.